I do have two questions, Andy. So oh, no, no, I don't want a question. Please don't. Oh, yeah, too that. bad. Uh, fungally dominated soil with sunflowers and hemp to possibly remediate toxic soil. The hemp will the hemp will pull out toxins. And so will the sunflowers. And so will sunflowers as long as you're not planning on eating them and yeah. using them, because otherwise you will get the toxins. You want to compost them. A good a good a real good rule of thumb to remediate the toxic soil is to what? Make some really, really rich compost and inoculate it with that. So what I would do is I would start the composting process and then bury it into the soil halfway through and let it finish in the soil. Okay, that's interesting. So you're you're talking let it heat up and then just yeah. throw it right into the soil and bury it in like an inch. Turn, oh, an inch, an inch is you're kidding me. No, it, it depends how much root systems you have, whatever it is there, you yeah, know. Yeah. But if you can go down a foot or two or whatever amount you can go down and turn that over and blend it in with your compost. So the compost is heating up. Uh, I think it goes like 190, 200 degrees Fahrenheit. That's a, a good temperature to, to shoot for. You're cooking it. You're doing it. Then you, you, you literally take that and turn it over, bury it into the soil that you want to clean up. And that's a, that's a big big part right there that I will break up all the toxins faster than you can than you can imagine because what will happen is as soon as the mushroom starts coming up as soon as the mycelium takes hold then you know you're in the process of cleaning up it, it doesn't take very long uh, it will still take a few years because that's a slow process yeah right it's a real slow process so you have to constantly be feeding the soil constantly be making compost and putting it in turning it over putting it in and turning it over because it all disappears. It did literally come back. Didn't I just put compost down here? What the heck happened, right? Yeah. And that's what yeah. the best way. The, another way is to learn how to use plants because you learn you, sunflowers and hemp are just well, one of many different kinds of plants that you can grow that you can literally, that are basically considered weeds, but you can grow lots and lots of different kinds of plants. We can talk about that in another show, what plants you can grow. Because remember we talked about what weeds do is they bring up minerals to the soil and then they decompose and go bring bring it you know back to the top surface, right? See? Yeah. So HEPA happens to be one. Marijuana is it does the same thing too. It pulls it up. Anything you consider yeah. to be a weed, right? Yeah. So dandelions would do the same thing. There's tons and tons of herbs and tons and tons of other plants. They're bioaccumulators, exactly what they are, they are. And they will yeah. accumulate the toxins. And then you can take those plants and run it through your compost. Yeah. And you should be running them through your compost because that's anyway. how things are going to get broken down. The toxins are going to get broken down over time. The more times you run that through the compost. Exactly right. They pull yep. it up out of the soil. You take them. Because normally you should let it decompose return. No, you take that because you know that's going to be toxic. You, yeah. you start your pile with that. Blend it together with everything you do. Let it cook. And you can be surprised. And then you can take that put it right back in the soil again. Yeah. But then you have gotten rid of the toxins, and if you, you have to do it quite a few times to bring the biology up, and I literally will get worms to go living in there. Uh, when I was young and I was trying to clean up a place, I used worms in, in the, as indicators. So the soil may look good, but I would put it in. The worms don't survive, still toxic. Yeah. You don't have to send it off to a lab to see how toxic it is. See? <laughs> Everything's dying, man. Now, yeah, it's not good soil, okay? <laughs> So, one of, so soil labs are good. Lab, soil tests are good to determine a variety of things that are going on. So you may 
you may want to do a soil test at many different companies. And I'm happy to have one of them come on the guests because they're basically uh, their labs. You know, they tell you what the hot, yeah. what biology you have, what pH you have, what what's available, to, the amounts of uh, nutrients you have, whether they're at toxic levels. You see what I mean? You know, you have too much iron, too much salt. Usually they'll find that a chemical, a chemically fertilized place is going to be overloaded with salts. That's toxic. That's Those are salts. So your sodium chloride, uh, it's, it's a salt. Yeah. And most, most people don't realize fertilizers are a salt. Mm -hmm. Urea will, will, causes a wide variety of damage, of damage to the soil microbes, but it's a toxic. It's a toxin. It's cocaine for the soil. So in, to remediate, you want it to just grow. Anything it wants to grow, oh, a, a simple nasturtium plant will go nuts. Nasturtium yeah. just grows like crazy. And if you like if you like sunflowers, you'll find that there's about 100 varieties of different kinds, same kind of sunflowers that you can grow that will just suck everything up, and you're not going to eat those things. You're going to recompost them again. Yeah. 